0: beautiful beings welcome back to the Joanne Oswell Jones podcast for those of you who follow the show thank you so much for your patience and being patient with me you know I took a few months recording hiatus whilst I've been finishing my manuscript so thank you for your patience it's greatly appreciated and so now we're back and for those of you who are new to the show or perhaps listening to this podcast for the first time welcome it's really great to have you here My intention for this show, as always has been and is, for us all to explore our human potential, our personal growth, emotional healing and personal development. Because our sole purpose for being here on this earth is to personally grow and evolve and to achieve and experience and to stretch ourselves beyond what we might feel capable of. And for us to master all of those experiences and growth in a balanced and expanded way despite the fact that we feel some crazy strong pretty emotions along the way because we are so much more powerful strong and able than we sometimes think and so that's the purpose the conversations that i have are authentic they're with real people who have overcome some serious adversity and chosen to rise up and elevate their lives and today's conversation is with the wonderful joanne honey thomas The author of Mastering Old Earth. Joanne is a QHHT practitioner, QHHT being Quantum Healing Hypnosis Technique. And it's a technique that was founded by the infamous Dolores Cannon, who was known for her work as a renowned regressive hypnotherapist and psychic researcher who recorded lost knowledge. Jo was instructed to write Mastering Old Earth as a manual for us all as we navigate these uncharted waters that we find humanity facing at the moment so buckle up and enjoy me for this heartfelt authentic conversation with joe on mastering old earth joe i am i'm i'm a mixed emotion um about this um conversation we're about to have um it's so nice to have you here thank you for taking the time i really appreciate it and I say I've got mixed emotions because as I've been reading your book, your PDF, um as you can imagine, I've been on a bit of a roller coaster as I'm sure so many people will when they when they hear about the book and when they read it for themselves. And so I just wanted to do a brief introduction to say how I found you and your work because I think that will help the listeners piece things together. So I came across I've been in the field of personal health, personal development for a long time. And I came across Dolores Cannon's work and I was totally taken by her, you know, she's amazing, her books. And I started reading her books and then I started to join some of the groups that she's on and just really did a bit of a deep dive. And then I came across one of your recordings basically on YouTube or it must've been in a group. And I just saw the title Mastering Old Earth in a PDF form, and I hit the button to download it and started reading it. And this was several weeks ago now. And then I thought, does this person exist? Who is she? Where is she? Can I get in contact with her? And we've connected and and the rest is history, as they say. So firstly, I just want to say, oh, my word, congratulations on just what you're doing, and I know you're working with a big team of people, and how important it is. And I, I, I haven't read all of it. I'm, I'm, I, I dip in and out. I've read about up to 100 pages, and then I get so excited and jump onto a next chapter. But I'm feeling it's one of those documents that, or manuals that has to be reread several times. And what I would love today is because it's such a huge topic. Can you just start and tell us how this whole thing came about? Because what you're doing for humanity is just, frankly, incredible.
1: Um, well, thank you. Um, thank you for being guided and open to opening up the PDF. <laughs> um, huh? It's not an accident, I'm sure. And um, and first of all, um, you know, I sort of feel like everyone that stumbles across Dolores Cannon has this... Um, you know this beautiful starting of a relationship of finding the truth and isn't that so refreshing because I think we are sold so much nonsense and um limited perspectives when you read Dolores Cannon's books and you hear her speaking for her um experiences with the sessions with her you know hundreds of clients thousands of clients um it's incredible because it's not just her opinion because she just you know is someone so she's done all this hard work and she's hearing um, her clients channeling advanced information from advanced perspectives, from advanced beings in advanced um, dimensions. <laughs> so,
0: um, 100%. Yeah, 100%. I felt like I was direct line to God, direct line to source, basically.
1: Absolutely. It's, um, I find lots of people say, I try to read books. I just try. I know I just go into a daydream. I just feel like I start looking at it and I just sort of waft away and I just can't focus. And so they say things to me like, it's not for me because I just can't retain it. And I just say, well, maybe it's just because it's so high frequency vibrational, you need to keep getting by, you know, <laughs> keep going. Um, don't dismiss it as if there is something that's not for you and you're limiting and blocking yourself that we've been told so many times in sessions, just owning the books are high frequency vibrations, like a little little, um, High frequency, um, batteries in your homes, because when you're ready for the information, and I know when people are reading her books and re- re- re-reading her books as, you know, oh, look, um, <laughs> things are unfolding just as she sort of said, fancy that. Um, <laughs> uh, we're seeing it, uh, with more consciousness and, and more understanding and appreciation of what she was uh, working on and exploring and, and, and Um, attracting Well, no it's not even attracting it's more like because of all her efforts and hard work she was able to get the higher information the advanced information to prepare us who were um, needing to hear this information um, along our journey for our life purpose and contracts and I know lots of people dip into this work and say oh I'm out no (laughs) no 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 i create my own reality i want this to be a healthy world i want this to be a fantastic future for my children and grandchildren because i've got a retirement fund and i've got a whole lot of hobbies that i want to master when i you know when yes. i get older and you know fair enough we all did that we all wanted that we all feel that like we deserve that and we all deserve that and unfortunately as i was <laughs> quite ignorant on my journey i was not getting the information from sessions um so I discovered Dolores got so passionate about understanding how we could heal um, how we could get our clients to heal themselves from profound health issues they got me so excited so I jumped in to do the course thinking you know wow this is amazing I could really profoundly help people um, to help themselves and so I did not understand or know what the journey I was starting um, was and it was very close and quick for me to understand that the information that they were getting to me through my clients was exactly how you're feeling right now holy shit
0: It's yeah. quite a good holy shit because I've I kind of always intuitively known, like I have always known, I've always known um, behind physical manifestations is an emotional suppression. When I when I trained in natural medicine and I started to see patients in my clinics, I could see like, for example, arthritis, I could see there was a rigidity in someone's system. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and so I kind of knew all that. But this work and, and, and a lot of what I've read, I'm like, yeah, no, that makes sense. No, I get that. Yes, I get the reincarnations. I get the life contracts, the life lessons. I'm always saying, like, I freaking did not choose that, but I know damn well I did, you know. So I (laughs) get But this is a whole new level as well. I mean, this is a whole new level. And it's exactly. And
1: know that um, for some people, this is poison. This level of truth is poison because they haven't. done the experiences and the range of emotions and the connections and the calm of other family members and friends and themselves to be ready for this and right. that is judgment um because this is big and there are some big advanced souls here who needed this information because their lives truly they knew it had l- very limited meaning in a 3d capacity because they're such advanced souls they naturally reside at much more higher frequency in life while they love and they can respect others and they're here for humanity didn't make sense to them at all. And so it, it seemed like our teams were noticing these advanced souls trying to exit points because there was nothing for them to do because they couldn't understand this mundane routine of life and how um, most of you know humanity was trying to suppress themselves, create illnesses and a whole lot of stuff. And it just seemed like, well, what's the significance and po- point and, and purpose of this when they knew that there must have been something more than what we're experiencing in in that quotations daily routine life.
0: Okay, so when did it... So you... You went into a deep. You 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 said you said holy shit. What are, what is this? So how long were you doing these? Talk about the sessions. Explain to the listeners what involved. What's involved in the sessions and how you began to become aware, like Dolores, that you were dealing directly with collective consciousness. Subconscious. Collective consciousness is that right for me to say? With with subconscious. Explain to us.
1: Sure. Um, So, you know, uh, when you have a session with someone, uh, you sit down and you hear all about their entire life that they um, are willing to share with you. And usually that can take quite a few hours as they are exploring traumas from childhood or um, relationship breakdowns, experiences, a whole lot of stuff. You're just listening to them. Share And so you get to witness them um, with their mindsets, their perspectives, their hang-ups, their tears, their joy, um, their pride, all of this sort of stuff as they are presenting their whole lives to you because there is still something that they feel like they need to understand about themselves. And so when you... um When you put, um, you know, there is this um, this uh, method where you get them into a a really deep state of relaxation. Um, So you've heard all their their life stories. You hear you hear what they want. Like they they just feel like for common. Commonly, people just feel like there is something more for me and I'm trained in this field, I love my job, I love my family, I love my home, blah, 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 blah. That there is something huge and I can't see it. and this is what aggravates them and worries them is because there is something something they need to remember. They get kind of panicky because they're like, my life is perfect but I feel like I'm missing this huge piece of me or something and it, it kind of, you know, you can feel it, all of their emotions and so they're trying to figure out why they're here who they are um and, and what their past has been that may be holding them back or or looping them or triggering them they just desperately are at this point where they just want to know themselves finally because you know, they've gone to readers and they've gone to psychics and they've gone to a whole lot of stuff and it mm, kind of boosted them for a little bit but there's still no big answers of information so um, so um they would go into the step state of relaxation and start journeying for about an hour other lifetimes, okay that um you get to hear and they're exploring and they're feeling, and you know they have exit points from all different things, and you know it's very interesting, and as a practitioner, you kind of like. That helps with this. Or, you know, you can kind of see the puzzles all merging and forming in together to be like, oh, my gosh, she's going to feel fantastic understanding this, why she had this irrational fear in this lifetime or something, something, something. It's extraordinary because you know they can't be faking it because if they could just pretend to be relaxed and start channeling all this information, you'd think, well, they wouldn't have been here. I wouldn't be talking to them. They would have just, you know, understood themselves so profoundly so um the you know the first sort of part of the session is them exploring significant other lifetimes that they've lived that is very um helpful to be able to understand themselves this lifetime and then the subconscious is invited in which is their main guide we're all multi-dimensional beings and so it's kind of like um we're the smallest little baby russian doll right We're QC, see we're little 3d versions of ourselves. everyone loves us and adores us and um you know but we go really contained into bigger russian dolls um and you know the next i call my subconscious you know sort of like the next the next dolly up and um and he's a and he um you know he is in this sort of like ninth dimension and he's living his best vegetarian life but when you start talking to people about ets and off planet beings and all that sort of stuff you know this is a big concept that people feel a little bit well, prove that kind of thing and there's you know there's um some beautiful religious people that still feel like connecting into other dimensions and other realms is witchcraft and a whole lot of stuff but you know you have to experience that this is a really beautiful helping healing perspective of who we are Absolutely. and i've, I've Come across any, I've never come across anything that's truly really negative or that hasn't wanted to profoundly heal and help and inspire my clients to be able to, to really empower themselves to, to, to release all their guilt and their, um, perspectives of frustrations and hurt and, and all that sort of stuff. So. I mean, I love this conversation. I don't even know if I'm even answering your question. But it's when- so good. Because
0: it's, it's framing everything up for people because what people don't realize is, well, a, a lot of people do, I think. But a lot of people don't appreciate that life here, me, Joanne, in this physical vehicle that I'm in, it's a game. It's a game of contracts that I've agreed to live out. And, you know, as much as I get frustrated about events, I've asked for it to happen. And that we are, one of my things I always say is we are so much more magnificent and so much more powerful than we than we know ourselves to be. But what happens is, is when we come down, we forget who we are. And so, you know, if we, you know, sessions like the QHHT sessions, magnificent because what they're doing is that part of you that you feel is missing or you don't understand it's just helping you get a little glimpse as to what why where and I mean I do wonder we will get onto the whole you know shifting and and um leaving um planet earth and Gaia I mean I do wonder if this game will ever be allowed again because I think we've screwed it up so freaking royally I wonder if it would ever be allowed again. I mean, that's something we can discuss. So no, you're answering the questions perfectly. So um, that's, so So, talk about the session. Yes. Yeah, so that's what happens in a session. And then you were saying, how did the whole, how did this whole mastering old earth come about? Yes. So um, the more my
1: clients were, you know, really wanting to understand, um, you know, as a practitioner, you just hold space for them, and um, and when you when they are channeling their subconscious, their main guide who knows everything about everything, you know, like about them, they're they're really, um, you know, they're very, um, very advanced, um, and they will remember days in our lives where we have completely forgotten about, and so they will remind us of that experience and all this sort of stuff you know which they can see from their perspective as a big sticking point or such and such and so my clients were coming in and asking certain questions like um, they've been hearing about certain uh, concepts that they don't quite understand or grasp and so they were wanting their subconscious to explain it to them because you know my mansplaining of a concept is very human in, in, in my perspective, but advanced beings, they will explain it to individual clients very well because they know the, the language, they know the concepts and they know how to reach us the best way for us. And yeah. so my Even if I was channeling for you, my subconscious may be explaining things that are perfect for me because, you know, when you're channeling, it's not just words, it's senses, it's everything. There's so much more richness in the experience. But if you were channeling your subconscious, they would hit the mark so perfectly and profoundly. You would fully. I understand the concept of time. I don't know if I can explain it very well. but when I'm doing a channeling, it's very, very clear. Very clear. Easy, easy time. But you know, humans talking about time, <laughs> it's quite a mind bend, especially when um time's all present now, when it exists. So anyway, um the biggest sort of uh shocking things I'm starting to hear in sessions was uh when other when clients were having other lifetimes where they evacuating planets. And um, you know, the you know, you get on to hear all the details and they're going through these scenes and it's very significant. And then when you talk to the subconscious at the later part of the session, you're like, what's the subconscious? What's the significance of showing my client that? You know, like I'm trying to think, how is this impacting them this lifetime? Because I haven't heard anything. They're trying to figure out whether they should go back to sparsity or something else, you know, like I'm trying to figure out and navigate all of the pieces of the puzzle of these sessions. And then the subconscious said, well, this is what they're going to do in the future. And I'm like, what excuse me like how and they're like well you know for for earth and i was like what (laughs) What? and they just started like saying all this stuff which i was supposed to be ready for to like holy roll with and be fine with it and i was very confused myself because i was like what do you mean they're evacuating the planet like we're fine here thank you (laughs) like i just you know but of course trying to be professional and trying to process it myself and um you know, when you're doing these courses, you you meet lots of other practitioners and you can get to do lots of sessions with other practitioners and stuff and kind of fact check it all. And you sort of hope when you're hearing big information, this is just a one off for that client, <laughs> you know, like, oh, you know, maybe you do have your own reality. You know, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, 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 huh? yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, it's not happening really. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So when I did the course, it was 2019. And uh, when I was doing sessions for myself as a client, Dolores kept jumping in. Because of um you know other lifetimes we've had together and a whole lot of stuff, and it was you know it's all fine to listen to a client and a you know, good 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 session for you, my friend, you know fantastic that will help you, and um then go away and think about it. oh my God. like and then that going away and listening to it and going because you, you even though you know you're very relaxed and beautiful, it's like a spa treatment energetically within you, and it just feels so relaxing, and you're just chatting away, you can't actually process what you're actually saying until you listen back to it. So there's a difference um. between experiencing the session and then listening to it and then freaking the F out with our little <laughs> human minds. And yeah, because there's so much. I mean, to summarize, and... And this is what I've sort of discovered after, you know, in like daily sessions with clients all around the world uh, because I ended up doing a BQH course as well, which gives me um the, you know, the, the bonus of being able to do support sessions through Zoom, um, you know, online. It's very valid because I'm not tapping into your subconscious. You're tapping in and, and channeling your subconscious with you and your subconscious is always with you. And, um, you know, I've never had a problem with doing sessions online. I've even had like a power cast and things like that, and it's still been fine. So, you know, there's nothing to worry about. The subconscious will never let anything happen to the clients. It's just not in their nature. And they're so protective. We're so protective. It's ridiculous. If we if we believed and understood how amazing we are at soul level and how protected we are, God, we'd be like running with scissors and being like totally fine with it because it's like, you know, we just,
0: um it's crazy. Confident. Yeah. I mean and it and it's so true about that protection because at times here you can feel so alone you're you know and that's that's the ego isn't it that's a very small part of us and you know I'm sure that probably has a lot to do why with why the planet is in the mess that it's in because we feel so insignificant and we feel so small when actually I mean So interested to hear your opinion. But, you know, when you think about some of the world politics and you think about some of the shenanigans that are going on in the world and the way people treat each other and the the lies, the control, the manipulation, the fear. For me personally, I've always believed that the people who partake in that type of situation um, must feel so insignificant within themselves behave like that right because like well it's often we we
1: you know we want to have that sort of like they must be miserable (laughs) you know um you know they better be um because they're making everyone else miserable with their control and their manipulation and their deception and stuff but when we explore it they're just again playing the game playing their role to help awaken humanity and um i know many clients very very angry hurt and upset about certain politicians um, because I have clients all around the world, so I get to hear deeply about all um sort of you know leaders. and um, I can tell you when you have a session and your subconscious shows you that soul waking up and 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 coming to and knowing that their role that they had to do to awaken humanity, I mean, it's kind of like the same. When you understand that the the life purpose and contract for Hitler was to awaken humanity. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. And and we love all. We have we can't judge. You know, like, I can mean, we could if it's a hobby. You know, but it's about observing and understanding. If you're going to try and awaken humanity, we don't respect ourselves enough to 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 love ourselves enough to be able to kind of like want to work together in communities and unity. We will only come together when there is tragedy. You know, we'll only come together when there is drama and dramatics, and there's a victim, and we can all get involved in it. Otherwise, we wouldn't, we wouldn't acknowledge with just pure love because we we see each other as brothers and sisters and soul family here. So, you know, the the state of the world is because of the state of you know humanity's reluctance to love each other trust each other love ourselves and trust ourselves and and all that sort of stuff you're 100 percent right in terms of this can never be repeated again because it's taking too much toll on all took too much of a toll on the on the soul of Gaia um it it took too much like the the guardians and and the guides and, and all the collectives that are supporting um this experience it's a lot on them too. You can talk to a subconscious and they're so done with it. They've been here watching and supporting this planet the entire time. And they want to go. They want to do their other projects. They want to go home. They want to do a whole lot of stuff. And their life contracts are with us too. You know, while they've got free will, they're very passionate about being here to support us. Mm. And the the experiences that you have on earth are very challenging. We all know that. But they want to be mastered they want to be experienced and explored but there is too many distractions and so after mm. mind-blowing session after mind-blowing session after mind-blowing session where my clients never knew each other they never could share notes and be like haha this is going to get her this time you know like she's always going to blow her a little and like i mean it was very traumatizing experiencing and hearing all these sessions while trying to support the clients to be able to because they're like, oh, I'm obviously crazy. Like, this was a really great session. I, I really learned lots about myself. But this information, Joe, mm, no. like that. Where did I come where did I come up with that? What's wrong with me with that? I'm not suicidal. I'm not wanting to harm humanity. I love Earth. You know, they, they really went through their own personal journey with it. And then I sort of realized I actually need to start sharing these sessions publicly. Because I am the, you know, I'm a practitioner. And, you know, while I had other clients that were practitioners, this is a big world and I think I need to find more support from other practitioners who must be getting the same information. Let's come together to be able to learn how to really support our clients the best, because this is a lot. And while I bought all of Dolores Cannon books, I hadn't got through it because my sort of awakening was very sort of fast and brutal. And, um, you know, but also sort of slow, well, I could, you know, brace myself. I had three priests. I had three children under three. I was a little bit busy with, you know, my actual life as well and trying to support these people. And, you know, so when I was having my own sessions as a client, we were being told you've got to prepare humanity for what's to come. It's going to be devastating for them, but they have to brace it, especially for those who are here to support and help humanity. And, you know, lots of clients will be told through their subconscious as you're a healer. Okay, cute. But what and how do we heal?
0: Yeah, because
1: then they talks and think, oh, I must do a Reiki course or I must do something, something, something. And when you actually understand how to heal people, we can't heal people. That's very egoic of us to think that we can magically heal people. People have to be ready and wanting to heal themselves and we just support them through that by giving them perspectives and opportunities to speak about their feelings and to be able to talk. Actually, I used to think talk therapy was nonsense and crap and never got anywhere because it's just talking, but now I've matured. <laughs> And I realized that the more we talk about our feelings and our thoughts, the more we can understand what's going on for us and our triggers and where our insecurities lag and, and all that sort of stuff. So um, uh, we were supposed to shift in December 2020 and we yeah. got a lot right. of information yeah. about that and it was quite sort of scary to brace ourselves for this because at that point in time, it was going to be 70% of the planet was just going to sort of disappear. Yeah. And um You know, and those left behind wasn't a punishment, but they, those were souls that wanted those experiences to be here. On a very um, traumatized planet, um, broken systems, and you know, lots surrounded by lots of exit points from people and processing that, and um, that is exactly what those souls needed because potentially they may have accidentally blown up, uh, blowing up uh, civilizations, planets, um, manipulated and controlled others uh, for their own needs, and this is where you need to experience what that feels like. Again, yeah. it's sort of punishment. When we choose our life contracts, it's us, our teams. Yep. Um you know, there is no one saying, Well yeah yeah, you you shortcutted that person off on the road, so you're gonna be shortcutted off. Like there is nothing like that. It's not very petty at all, it's very mature and growing for the souls. And so a lot of uh souls who have not considered um the consequences of their actions, say, by destroying planets, um you know, they get to fully embrace that experience coming. And this did not feel very you know, it was very hard emotionally. So I know people want to celebrate the book and it's sort of hard to celebrate the book which um is going to be producing a lot of trauma and a lot of, you know, the chaos is coming. Um, And it wasn't until I started looking at some of the books from Dolores to realize, oh, my gosh, she was telling us way back then um, about it. And while we sort of come to these moments where it sort of looks like this is going to be an event to unfold everything, and then people use their free will and their choices, and it looks like there's new growth in areas, you know, the collectives are like, okay, well, this could be better. Let's allow this to extend out and see if there's more growth, more experiences, more opportunities for unity, and all this sort of stuff. So this is why we keep having these kind of extended bonus times. And when you look at Dolores Cannon's work, she was... um getting the information that the shift was going to happen in 2012 and so those people who sort of followed her work couldn't understand why it didn't happen you know humanity had just had a massive trigger of trauma um, prior to that and when we as a collective have very low frequency we're very much afraid of the state of the world we can't be high frequency vibrations enough to organically shift and so this is now we are getting to a point of having to be manually evacuated
0: so tell me though, so with these extensions that we keep having, okay, um, how is Gaia coping? I mean, I had heard at some point that Gaia had left in 2020, but then I'm thinking, if she's left, you know, it, it's like, um, where did I read earlier in your, in your book? It's like, you know, anyone, uh, let's take a, the consciousness out of a physical body. When that consciousness goes, the body decays. So it's the same as, you know, if Gaia leaves this planet, or she has left this planet, it's decaying. I mean, has she gone? Is your understanding that she... Because Lance she did shift um last year
1: and so she um it's kind of like if you will to turn i mean you know i don't really know all of the stages of like you know being a planet and and how that sort of you know must feel or be but i know from like a a human point of view when you're in like a coma you know so you're brain dead um your body is still functioning because it's on machines and equipment and things but you know it's still being supported that way but the soul is gone right it's gone Okay. And so um, this is when a lot of light workers, or, you know, I don't know, if the lames, names and labels can confuse people and, and that sort of stuff. So all of the people who could hold higher frequency, naturally, um, they got sort of like their share of being um, sort of a
0: support, a support
1: for Gaia. Yeah, so we were, you know, the people on, you know, um, the humans on the earth that were uh, supporting energetically this way. And as I said, there's more being supporting um, this planet um off planet than there is on planet and so it's it is a lot and it's taking a lot um there was lots of clients that were seeing um their home planets in sessions and being mortified um I mean, First of all, their, their normal cells had no idea. They just thought that they've always been on Earth. Um, They didn't. Like, yeah, it's cute. They used to talk about aliens, Joe, and off-planet beings, blah, 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 blah. But that's not for me because, you know, I'm religious and, and all that sort of stuff. Cool, cool, cool. I'm not going to push anything. knowing the subconscious is going to show my client the most appropriate thing for them. And so they would go back to this planet, this home planet. And when, you know the client, and then suddenly they're bawling their eyes out because the home, and they've got their own family there and the energy there. And they are re- embraced again by their soul family and friends. And um, they are just a scroll. I mean, it's emotional to see them go through this beautiful experience again. And then when they get shown by their your soul families, this sacred room of crystals. And it's depleted. And the crystals have been depleted because they're sending energy to Earth. They get it and so do I, that, um, you know, it's not just those beings that are on spaceships um, that are supporting, you know, everyone sending love to Earth, everyone sending love to to empower us, to inspire us. And and this is when I realized how much of a toll this is taking. And we know that the density and energy of Earth has already eroded a planet that was nearby. Um, And so, you know, um, you can't just sort of sweep away the darkness or the density or you know the energy that is is very um Heavy and um, you know, uh, energy never dies, including density energy. And Earth is very dense, and uh, we don't really notice it until we have sessions where clients go to the new Earth, and it's amazing, it's the best thing ever, it's so beautiful, and just so uplifting. It is, it's, it's, I, it's, there's no words, there's no words, it's amazing. Oh, and then the, come back to the density of here, it's quite the torturous experience because. From feeling so free and energized and uplifted and so connected to everyone on New Earth, coming here, you feel like a rock. You feel so, um, yeah, you feel very stagnant and stiff and dense. And, um, you know, this is why the subconscious is no for some people showing them New Earth and letting them feel the power and significance of New Earth is too much uh, for them. Um, to come back and sort of keep functioning, and this is the hardest thing. Um, the advanced souls they can hear this information through their own sessions and understand it and know what's to come. Um, to be able to still be functioning, still play three D, and still um, be interactive with people who are so worried about like really insignificant things. With much respect, because yes. the bigger picture is, <laughs> you yes. know money or something 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 is truly irrelevant in the biggest scheme of things but we know that with humans we love being fixated in small details we love to distract ourselves and we love drama and fear and um and feeling disempowered
0: so you know it's always choices <laughs> tell me that because it's so true i understand that um in one of the sessions i was listening to that you know everybody is just in dismay at this planet and this Earth. I mean, like you said, it is taking up an enormous amount of energy from other planets, other Earths, uh, uh, um, other universes, for Source, for... collect. It is... Everybody has got their eye on this planet and the way, you know, it's become too toxic for Gaia and that she was just wanting to remove herself. But I want to understand and that she was on life support for a long time. Um, I wanna understand, where did we go wrong? Because let me be honest with you, when I was reading your book and, um, I feel guilty.
1: Oh, sweetheart.
0: You know, I feel, I feel, um, what can I do to atone? What have I done to contribute to the misuse of this planet and what we have done? And so I'm sure that, you know, I, I, I spend my days now going around going, gosh, what could I have done better? How can I atone? How can I help? And then, um, I go, God, but I, I you know, I, I want to kind of finish off my contract and, and I, I want to, to live out my life. And th- there is so many emotions, but if we could just go back for the moment, why have we screwed it up so royally? Let's go back there. Like when did that happen? Was it, it why, why? <laughs> Yeah. Um, so from my
1: understanding, it is about um, when when we started seeing each other as um, disconnect. When we stopped being in tribes, stopped being in harmony, uh, started taking animals um, um, for you know for more than our needs. Um, we became sort of greedy in certain things. We became possessive of the land. We became we we started owning animals um, for um, you know there is this. This beautiful, true, um, imbalance and harmony with nature, with with each other, and you know this this beautiful, true culture of tribes, and we all had our own places, and we all were one, and and all this sort of stuff in our in our our communities. And then when we sort of started expanding, um, we started wanting more space, um, and there was sort of this um, disconnect uh, with with our um. We could be fine in our tribe, but because another tribe was growing, (laughs) um, you know, there is uh, sometimes, you know, uh, threat of food sources and all this sort of stuff. When we started wanting to fight with each other to be able to grab more animals for meat or for more land or more water or something like this, it kind of, when we didn't know how to communicate with each other, even our neighbouring tribes, um, this is when we started getting out of balance and, and wanting more for ourselves than um, allowing for others. And, um, you know... So a, disrespect.
0: a disrespect. Yeah, oh, yeah right.
1: disharmony, disbalance. Um, and when we started thinking that we were kind of like the kings of the planets, <laughs> you know. Um, and so, you know, all animals... Um, you know, we started just farming without um moral compasses yes. um you know and we started exploring traveling more and um you know we could have done all of this and still being respectful for each other um and then we got some um, advanced technologies from off-planet beings um and that kind of boosted up things really well but it kind of was an artificial boost because morally we still were not really in balance and harmony with each other and um we saw you know sort of um we're not really trusting of strangers and things like this because we're so connected in with our own tribes um you know it was a bit sort of you know um there needed to be some maturity with that but uh and then of course you may have an accident where someone got killed or something 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 and then you sort of want there's revenge it's all those range of emotions that come through that never sort of kind of got mastered respected and um you know restored and balanced and harmony uh so
0: so you, you know that war and all out for one really you know yeah. and yeah. i have a question so my understanding and uh, you know your your knowledge and your information from subconscious may tell you different so my understanding is that when we when we come down here to earth we come down we choose which i i understand we choose everything we choose our contracts we choose we choose our challenges and our burdens. That's what I say, so we can learn and, aggr- and grow and evolve. And so, my from what you're saying, my understanding is, even if you choose a challenge that is particularly uh, difficult and would invoke um, a lot of anger and a lot of oh, wanting to get back at someone, the idea is, the point is to experience the challenge and understand the lesson. But to do it in the most balanced way possible and to do it in the most way where you acknowledge that that person has repaid you some karma or done badly to you. Um, but rather than recreate the, the cycle, so it ensues in just anger, anger it's, it's a case of going, OK, I understand it's taught me. It's taught me that I need to rely on myself a little bit more or it's taught me that I should have done that differently. So it's not so much about what I say is it's not so much about what happens to us, but it's about how we react to what happens to us. Um, Am I right in understanding from from reading Mastering Old Earth and reading about some of these sessions is that. What we were meant to be doing all this time is completely the opposite of what we have been doing, which is obviously becoming more and more greedy, um, more and more selfish, um, more and more in the ego mind, wanting power and control, that we were meant to experience some harsh lessons and experiences and overcome our burdens, but do it in... A way which is more empowering and expansive almost in a positive way, so that we could keep learning to elevate and grow and unconditionally love is that yeah. right yeah. Okay. well yes,
1: so um when we were sort of so unified with our tribes and we were all one you know deeply then um because now we you know. Um, we don't really sort of have the try i mean we may have family, but we don't really sort of like live with family we've become sort of you know uh, we only select a small amount of people to live with you know and um and all that sort of stuff, so it really is now um really re- rudimentary in terms of we must empower ourselves to love ourselves to be able to forgive ourselves to to respect all life lessons and experiences as opportunities to to grow. For that full love of self, that full empowerment of self, to be able to love others. Mm-hmm. And when we are so distracted trying to love others and heal others and do all this other stuff for others, we're neglecting self. And so that's when we become. You know, if you're trying to love others, there's usually like, well, if I love you today, can you love me tomorrow and forever? You know, it's kind of like we have these like little contracts and these these expectations on others. And when others don't love themselves, how can they truly love us? And so when we don't really love ourselves, how can we truly love others? You know, like from my understanding, the true basic purpose of Earth experiences is to feel the range of all emotions and to be able to still find love and compassion and unity for all that's it's so that's, easy like, that's, when um yeah. jesus has come into quite a few sessions and buddha and like amazing 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 people have been reincarnated and they're here now and i have discovered them for sessions and you know like it's amazing who's here soul wise and you know hearing about their purpose and mission and it's like i mean jesus hasn't reincarnated but he comes in often and i just sort of think oh how many people listened to you back then? <laughs> you <know? laughs> like It's the same messages that we should be trying to, like, empower ourselves with. And I certainly didn't really get him or his messages when I was younger, and I kind of thought he was a bit sort of cliché, cheesy, and now we laugh about it because, you know, I've grown. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, really his message to the world was we well, brothers and sisters love each other, and yeah. that this is, you know, when you're playing this game and this illusion of human, <laughs> and you're so much more advanced than human, um, get on with it, you know, like, be kids, have fun, don't see each other as competition, see each other as soul family that you've forgotten about, and stop judging the meat suits, because those people who are the super sleepy, super whatever we sort of think we could be above them, or they're just silly because they're not interested in the same stuff that we are, when we dismiss
0: each other, and, and, Well, we dismiss it's, ourselves, because ultimately yes. we're all one, Right. So what you see before you is within you. Right. Yeah. And so when you truly love yourself, you can respect
1: and love all because no one threatens you. You just want to empower people because you feel great about yourself because you've, you know, you've respected the journey. You know, we've all been the range of emotions. We've all played you know, victim, we've all played the jerk, we've all played all these sort of things and we know what it feels like. And so we mature and we realize to respect ourselves, to respect others, and that's just peace and harmony. And if we're still reactive to trauma, I know lots of people love the label of like, oh, I'm a, I'm a victim to being, a, the, the narcissist just find me. Well, when you understand that the narcissist is a, an adult that's a broken child who's, who's really the child, the broken child's really running the show of being this adult, we have to have compassion for that. So, drop the labels, love everyone and see how they're hurting and how they keep showing us they're hurt. Now, we love them, we love ourselves, we can have boundaries to them, because we need them to remind themselves they can heal themselves, they can look at their traumas, they can empower themselves, they know they didn't deserve those traumatic experiences to learn and grow from as children, but they're not children anymore. You know, like, it's such a delicate balance, and, you know, it's all the fun stuff, but um, while guys wanted to evolve into a fifth dimension herself energetically here she couldn't because there was just too much density pushing on her and she was sort of needing all that were on her to also expand but they weren't they were not doing that they were not doing that and you know that you know to be able to imagine that if everyone was ready to do it you'd be in this open balance of love yourself and love others truly no exceptions you know like we can't yeah, and like, a I think a lot of yeah, a lot of spiritual people sort of think, oh well, I can love my collectives. I'm Palladian, so I can just love my Palladian soul families. But oh, there's other collectives out there that are that are dark and evil, and then there's there's you know the cabal and, and all this sort of stuff. Like you know, no, 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 we have to love all the players. You know, the roles for all. And I think you really understand. I I have seen big changes in people like dramatically when they realize we, we don't even we're not even allowed to hate Hitler. You know, we're not allowed to hate anyone. We have to understand the roles of their life contracts. And while we may not be like, pleased with some people's free will choices, um you know, respect the game we're playing.
0: And I you know, when I was reading Dolores Cannon's um Life After Death, I really understood that. I could see and I could hear, and actually in your sessions that I've listened to, when I hear the when I hear subconscious talking and I hear Different collectives talking, I can hear there is just no judgment, you know, and it's and each soul uh, I mean you know some people would find that really difficult to yeah, when we talk about the cabal when we talk about Hitler, when we talk about you know some of the things that are going on today, people would find it really difficult to not judge um and it, I guess it's trusting enough and knowing enough that everything well, this is where I get confused. I'm going to say trusting enough that everything is as it should be. But then clearly, I'm thinking, well, it can't be as it should be, because we're all going to have to be evacuated off the planet. And poor Gaia has had to be removed and taken to another planet. So
1: I mean, she's fine. She's fine. Like you know, she's come into many sessions since shifting. She's fantastic. You know, like she doesn't hold anyone accountable. She's, a, you know, she's very mature. She's, a, and she's respecting it because she knows that while her original life contract was, you know, to be three D to advance and have the whole planet move up into yeah. the dimension yeah, of it, Um, you know, that's that was, you know, that's really impressive because planners have done that before, but not with humanoid occupants. And so this was you know, this was something you know for the books if there was you know the records of the guinness book of records for universes i don't know but you know like this was a unique thing because um and that's how it was supposed to be but the lessons here um are going to be so profound that future experiences um, that we perceive as future um, for for other planets and for other civilizations, there is more balance, peace, and harmony. And so this is the biggest lesson here: to be able to really correct and to be able to show. And you're right, this will never be allowed to repeat itself again. And this is why um, it's been extended upon, extended upon, extended. Because while it's all this interesting shit show, <laughs> um, I say with love, um, you know, you cannot recreate it. And so all of the life contracts, if you've had 100 lifetimes here and you need to, um, you know, have lots of connections with different people to be able to sort of, you know, fix and heal and overcome all of the past choices we've made, you know, these lifetimes now are very, very, very busy. And Mm -hmm. it seems because um, my larger soul is um, on earth, um, is um, what we would call a second-way volunteer. And I do have some walk-in aspects that are, um, you know coming on with the ride the sharing with us that while we just feel like we're one physical body um you know think of us as a taxi and we or a minibus for some people and there's lots of souls all going on the journey it may look like one person it may hear like sound like one person but actually the walk-in components are very important because we don't sort of seem to have enough time to be able to have you know a full life to have these experiences and you know we're not being possessed it's all very interesting and, and as well um yeah i did quite
0: like the idea of the walk-in to be honest and i remember thinking or, or different walkings and i remember thinking when i was writing because i'm finishing my book and i remember thinking one day i was writing particularly well and i said to myself Oh, I hope I didn't have to have a walk in to come in and do this for me and that I couldn't do it. My, You know, it's quite funny when you start to read like that, you're like, because you want to make sure that you're just doing the best you can do. Right. And you and you're doing very well. But um, so listen, talk to me then about t- t- timing. OK, I know we talk about um, what is timing, but if this shift is going to happen and it was meant to happen in 2012 and it was meant to happen in 2020, but now that Gaia's soul has departed surely there then has to be a finite um, length of time right before there is complete decay there is complete destruction here on planet earth so and my understanding is that shifting is happening now some there are shifts taking place are we allowed to know when this huge event is going to happen or is it going to be bit by bit by bit as we're going or? So you you are right.
1: People are shifting daily um, and it uh, will look like, um, you know, sudden death or, um, you know, exit points of all various descriptions and this is really when they have um, graduated they've completed what they needed to complete and um you know when someone exits and and has a a, a human 3d death um it does impact others and it seems to be when um you know when you lost a loved one that's when you really have to start thinking what next what is is there life after death. And you start sort of being forced into finding your own inner peace with spirituality and to understand um, what really happens to the soul. And so, you know, all very significant and purposeful. So there is going to be locations where there's going to be more bigger exit
0: points for for um, helping those shift. Um, when you say exit points, you mean disasters. You mean, you mean situations happening, right? Do you mean when you say exit <laughs> points? exit points is when um you know what we could
1: see is someone has died and so you know we all choose our exit points it's all part of you know what our guides are supporting us to do often we can have many options for it so we can as individual have our exit points our death scene um from from the 3d version of self uh, where we leave the, the physical meat suit the bodies and the soul will go on um to to you know have life reviews and to be able to figure out you know what's going next and to be paused um there's lots that have shifted even clients that have shifted and you know they come in through sessions and say things like it's real joe the shift's real and the new earth's real i'm like i'm That's cute. I know.
0: know. (laughs) I've been heard it so many times.
1: I know, (laughs) but it's so cool because they want to let me know they're they're like it's it's real, it's real, it's real, and then you know like and so then I can feel like they're with me for a while because they're like how do sessions really work? And they're just like (laughs) it's all fun. But you know, often when we have um, you know clients and their soul family have sorry their family and their friends and even their pets have shifted, you know, exited had death scenes, gone to their funerals and you know i asked them what are you doing now in the afterlife and they said we're waiting for everyone to shift because it's um to go to the new earth it's it's not just you know next door it's actually quite far away and it needs to be people need to be transported um when you leave the physical carbon-based bodies you merge into a crystalline based body which is a light body but because this is quite a shock for many because they have no comprehension that they're not in heaven or hell or that there is something after death, um, they will give themselves the comfort of feeling like the illusion of their light bodies will make them feel like they're still looking like themselves. But ironically, usually a little bit younger, a little bit skinnier, a little bit more like healthy, like, you know. <laughs> quite I've seen, that,
0: absolutely. Yeah,
1: if I have to, yeah, so... Um, um, uh, it's funny because my clients will see their parents and they're like, oh, Mum and Dad are so young. Like, you know, Mum's just all her little like rock mini, her uh rocking her little mini skirts and dad looks like he's you know, I think I, um I think I can see him in the photos from, you know, when they were married, you know, like they, they instantly recognize their family, but they um they really notice that, oh Mum and Dad, you know, like you you guys are still rocking it and being really cute and young and healthy and happy and when you're grieving and you still don't understand the process of what happens after death this is so healing because we're so afraid of death we don't properly live and when we have known our like our favorite people who have died when we see them again in sessions and feel them again in sessions and we can feel their energy they come in they give us big hugs energetically you can feel their energy and they're like all is well. Wow, i'm fine, I'm yeah. fine. i love my life stop stop distracting yourself of worrying with me i'm right here i've never left you i'm right there feel me and live live do this it's important you've got this stop limiting yourself stop going into fear trust all is well we'll be together again and as a practitioner you're still like trying not to cry because you know how deeply Deeply paralyzing your clients are feeling after death of someone that they, children, you know, everything, and they come out of the sessions. They look younger, and they feel like they can seize the day. They can live oh. again because oh. they know oh. now that um, no one's lost. No, they are going to see others again. They are going to feel others again. And you know, while this does look very challenging, Earth, blah 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 blah. This is not it. This is not it for us. This is one moment in time of an experience to to help with this this um, earth experience. It's very challenging, but this isn't where our story ends. You no. know, this is
0: where it begins. My, in fact, my one of my best friends, um, her father um, passed over recently. And um, I was I was quite excited having read Dolores, you know, um, life after death. So I was really excited. And I was saying, oh, my gosh, he's going to be going to this amazing healing place. And then there's these libraries and there's all these fantastic places. And he's going to be having a ball. And and um, we were talking about it this evening, actually, because I said, hey, you know, how are you feeling? And she said, you know, she she had a session with a friend who was able to connect with his energy and um, he's having a fine old time. and he's you know just absolutely happy and that's so nice for her it's so nice to know that there is you know we we just evolve we just leave this vehicle behind and off we go on to our next chapter um but where where does that take us with this shift um joe and because i think firstly everybody needs to read your book we need to get it out there because i think if something well the world is going through such change as it is. And um, people need to know people. I mean, I'm assuming subconscious and everybody who's looking at the earth now and helping us and supporting us. I'm I'm assuming they want as many people to know as possible to help them to get <laughs> to the idea yeah. of what might be happening if you're guided to it i mean obviously
1: it's too. it's they keep saying consciously in 3d perspectives it's just too much to grasp and you know can freak us out um you know the, the level of truth is too much and sometimes the truth can be poisonous to us if we're not quite ready for it and there's others that completely grab this information absorb this information and feel more dedicated focused and understand their their reasons for being here because they shift when people do shift need a lot of support because it's very confusing for them. They know that the planets had a lot of natural activities, things are getting a lot more intensive and so they need sort of stewardess as sort of to speak to Support them and help them understand all as well. And then again, when um, people do arrive on the new earth, um, there is this time frame of of raising their frequency vibrations and and consciousnesses to be able to be open to it. So a lot of people do need to witness the full destruction. Um, you know where you can just tell it, the earth is unhabitable anymore um, for various reasons. So having your own sessions just like what i'd recommend with your friend whose father died um you know when you channel other beings you feel their energy and it's undeniable and what's great that we can go to mediums and spiritual other people blah 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 blah, blah to honestly empower yourself 100 percent. channel for yourself and yeah. quantum sessions like bqh and QHT give you that connection and with a good practitioner who can say i'd like to call upon the father of my client Um, she needs a love hug from dad and you know it's like it's amazing what we can do with these sessions and um you know this is why i encourage all practitioners to have as many sessions as they need to to be able to um understand how these sessions work to have respect for these sessions and to be able to get the most out of them for the client's because um, while we are experiencing our own death scenes from other lifetimes and and our own purposes and our own missions, blah, 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 blah. I mean, you can pack in so much from these sessions. They are life-changing, and I don't use that lightly. I have seen miracles in these sessions.
0: Mm. No, I can't wait to have my session. I was very drawn to it um, uh, j- just from reading her work, and I thought – and I actually came to the conclusion – in fact, my daughter and I were – one of my daughters and I were talking about it the other night, just saying that, you know – you know, I've worked with other people before and I just thought, you know, now uh, the only work that I can do is just going directly, to, directly to subconscious, directly myself. Yeah. It's, it's the only way now I think that, uh, you know, I've. I've done sort of personal development and emotional healing and and been so interested in in that work for so long but this has really opened my eyes to another really deep level and I'm like okay so it's time for me to to learn that and go there and ask directly rather than through someone else um, and we do find that even our own limited like
1: our own perspectives can be limiting accidentally you know so I know a lot of clients that will come to me say they're super spiritual. Um, they they know all this sort of stuff, but then their perspectives are very limited because I've learned it from someone else who was also limited, and they didn't realise that some of their foundational um, information from spiritual um, and, and ways of life, you know, are very human. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that, But it's always good to fact check from our subconsciouses. Like, what was the life contract between you know me and that person, and, and the significance and. You know, yeah getting their information is like uh they're very certain of themselves they know what they're talking about and this is really the key it takes some time for us to be able to apply to trust their information and to understand where they're coming from. Because again, um, we may not be wanting to understand or see that we possibly would have wanted such trauma. <laughs> uh, so when you when the petition explain gets them to explain why the significance of that experience, blah, 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 you know, they, they're very open to helping us. So uh, some people want to use these sessions to be able to get the advanced information about the shift and the subconscious is like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're going to do Let's look at your inner work for love of self. Why are you still holding back here and why are you still not speaking your truth here and all this sort of stuff? So, you know, the subconscious know exactly what you should be hearing and all that sort of stuff. I explore with my clients, who are they listening to as influencers? And they say, "Oh, I've got this one's T-shirt. I've got this one's book, and I love this one. And oh, she's so blah 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 fantastic." Then I ask the subconscious, "Subconscious, what would you like her to know about them, 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 them? You know?" And that's when the subconscious will say, "Well, oh, I'm so limited. The shift is not a mindset. <laughs> you know, like you know, like the subconscious isn't going to be like all PC." the bullshit they are not your collective blah 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 you know like stepping stones are fantastic we all need stepping stones and um but some stepping stones i just want to say hold us back because those stepping stones those influences were only ever able to give us the information that they have matured and got themselves and sometimes when we ask why is this big influencer so limited in their perspective Purposeful because they're just you're supposed to jump through your stepping stones to find self and to find your own truth to be able to channel for yourselves. And in my opinion, I think everyone should be able to channel because we're very capable of doing it. But there is real channeling and then there is channeling your egos, and there is you know, so much to be said about that. And you can see the difference between someone truly channeling a high
0: dimensional being versus someone putting on a performance. It's so interesting you say that because I um, I have faced that lesson myself very recently in that I had been doing work with um, a coach for quite some time and I started to realise that actually um, it kind of wasn't serving me and in fact the more that I allowed that influence, the more I actually began to question myself and my true inner knowing already so it's been a very valuable it's been something i've been it's been niggling at me actually for a couple of weeks i must admit i haven't quite managed to let go of it but i was like but i'm like okay take that one on the chin completely
1: my friend because you just love them because you respect them you pay money you trust them and you and you believe what they're saying which could be um you know this sounds all empowering and it sounds like limitless and true divine connections and all this sort of stuff we, we all deserve. And then when you realize that their agenda is to keep you and then them, and, and then of course, when we can see this, then we feel like we are the biggest a-holes because what kind of person would do that, right? So then we double question ourselves. No, that can't be. Like, get the love. They've got big followers. They've got. All of this stuff, and it, Um, first of all, I'm sorry for the disempowerment that you experienced, but oh. I love empowerment now, and you know that because it's a stepping stone, and now you can skip through and.
0: 100% and, and it's and it's all about you know learning to uh, or my thought processes it's you know about learning to connect to your own inner security and own authority which I know has been a lesson of mine in this lifetime I know it's something that I've I've had to do so um, but I am going to get you to teach me how to channel at some point that's for sure but so Joe, I want to ask you because um I want to help get this book out because I think it 's really important, and I think the work that you have done is um incredible listeners. you really have to read mastering um you know mastering old earth um, what message would you give to people who are going to come across it? and start to read it, because I'm going to spread the word and try and get it out there as much as I can. And I know you're doing that. And, you know, we trust that everyone who's meant to read it will come across it. But what message would you give to humanity um right now? Because some of it is unnerving, I'm not going to lie. Some of it's like, are you kidding me? And some of it's like, oh, that's okay. But you know, what what message would you give? Um, my biggest message would be you're
1: so loved. You're so loved. You're so loved. And while these experiences may not be our favorite cup of tea, um, they're really significant, more so um, for everyone involved. And for those advanced souls who are here that are gobbling up this information and feeling within themselves, this is an uncomfortable truth that are in knowledge and in and knowing that i've known for but didn't want to be like i think i'm just gonna destroy the earth next year or whatever you know like um we're here for a reason and to love each other and ourselves is the primary goal and when we see so many people distracted with lack and and all that sort of stuff we understand how scary that can be how isolating it can be the power of love is always going to you know heal the world Um, but this world, she doesn't want to be healed. And we've asked so many times in sessions, can we fix it? Can I use my free will to do this sort of stuff? Have your own sessions, explore it yourself. Interns are free for QHHT, okay? And so um, there are so many free ways for you to find the information. Challenge it, question the shit out of it. I invite you to be critical thinkers. And when you are channeling your own subconscious and they're very certain about themselves, Trust, trust that. They're not trying to screw with you. (laughs) They're trying to help you. And um, when I gave the book, I mean, I did work with a team to be able to create the book. If you're not a reader, I respect that. Listen to the sessions. They're free on YouTube as well. You get to hear the energy, the feel, the energy. Listen to a lot of ums. Listen to me being nervous, asking big questions because (laughs) sometimes you don't want the answers to be, yeah, we can't fix The soul's gone. And when you understand that everything physical has a life cycle, and even planets have death, um, you know, this is, you know, this is a lot. Um, Remembering this isn't, for most of you, I can guarantee this won't be your first ever lifetime ever. And even though I have had a very, I think I've had three clients that have never, ever, ever had any other physical lifetimes because they've just been hanging out with Source and being Source Consciousness for their entire existence. They're here now for you, me, everyone. And they're high frequency. They have got it going on. But of course, they're still human. They still have self-doubt. They still don't know if, if their love can be felt by all and you know there's so much amazing souls here to assist us all and so if this is information that you feel like your soul is is yearning for to be able to bring in your consciousness to understand what's happening go for it if it's not it's all right as well you don't need to know this information to shift but i recommend getting a good healthy balanced understanding of death and the cycle of death and death and the process that the soul never ever goes may go back to source fantastic everyone really wants to go back to source and when you're not with source you're having interesting fantastic experiences one way or another physical or
0: not physical amazing amazing can we do this again can we have Are we gonna excited to do this yeah. again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm
1: excited for you, my friend, because you know, you're in that middle of God, how does the hopefully it's a happy ending. And yes, 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 I promise you, New Earth is everything. It's so good. Like it's a fifth-dimensional planet. We have unity. We actually love each other. There is no none of the density and the the reactions of um anything that is not uplifting we feel each other so deeply and compassionately we feel back with one we just feel i mean it's it's whatever your notions of like heaven is or or the best examples and that's how we live and and we don't have to worry there is no financial systems there there is no leaders there we are all balanced and harmony in our light bodies and our crystalline bodies we we have our family soul family that we've forgotten about and um and i just want to remind those people who are afraid about well what's going to happen to my children what lifetime you may have had a hundred other lifetimes and you may have thousands of kids (laughs) so just because you can't remember those kids right now and those soul families right now doesn't mean you want and there is massive family reunions and those that longing for them you can feel them it's like we've always had arms we just forget that we can feel them and your soul family is calling out for you and and you're calling out for your soul family and when we go back to the new earth and we have our family reunions It's when we ask in sessions, what are they doing on the new earth? And it's just celebration after celebration of connections, of unity, of, oh my gosh, that was intensive, that earth experience. But lessons, unforgettable, undeniable lessons that the earth had to experience while we were here. And Gaia's soul is fine. And there is her, you know, she is very respected by all collectives. And when she chooses again, I think she's going to be on the older on the new earth for quite some time enjoying fifth and then they're going to recreate a new vehicle for her a new body for her and she's going to do it again where she isn't from the third and graduates into the fifth yeah. and you know there's so much about souls support. and I'm excited for you because you're going to finish this book, you're going to finish this book, but also you're going to have your own session. and You're going to question the crap out of this. And I love that for you because that is when you get the full self empowerment. When you feel your subconscious coming in and telling you um, your role in this and how you're going to be supporting humanity and that when they tell you and reassure you all is well, it is beautiful and this is needed. It's well overdue, but you're yeah. here now for a significant reason. Um, it will make you feel at peace with all that needs to come. Of course, it's all emotional. Of course, we don't want to see people be stuck in fear or traumatized. But they need those lessons for an important, important, important reason. So they learn from it and they make different choices moving
0: forward. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to put all the um, all your information in the resources for this episode. I'm going to actually I could put the PDF in in you know the link to the pdf um and then the youtube to your youtube channel so everyone can get access to it um i, I want to advertise it as much as we can on social media we will we will keep chatting and i'm going to also finish the book and then we're going to have another session which would be amazing um just because i think we need to get this information out there and i can't I, I, i'm i'm so pleased and honoured to have been speaking to you and um to be reading this masterpiece of, and going through this roller coaster of emotions sad happiness anger the lot feeling feeling all of it so i just want so to you so much
1: Welcome. I mean, you know, brave soul, you are, (laughs) Um, and obviously you've been attracted to this information, guided to this information. This was the time for you to grow um, with this knowledge, Um, because it does kind of put things into perspective of the things we used to be worried about and focused on in 3D. Um, You know, it's great. We sort of don't need to worry about it so much. And we also get to enjoy the 3D days. There are so much beautiful things to experience and there is joy and there is beautiful families that we we're with and friends that we are with. And that's really what we are needing to focus on versus the grind of working and jobs that don't necessarily fulfill our souls. And um, I sort of suggest to people, don't do anything drastic unless you do a session the subconscious says, quit your job, move out of that house, end that relationship, blah, 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 blah. I mean, they know, but, um, yeah. you know, lots of people get triggered into this, holy shoot, I need to get a wriggle on then. Um, I want you to know that the people that you're with in your lives now, the families, um, you know, seems like a lot of families do shift together. And if they don't, there are significant reasons for it. And we must honour all souls, all life contracts and all free will. As much as, as, as hard as it is, we don't own our children. We just love them forever. And, um, you know, there are advanced souls as well. So there's always lots to unfold. Don't Don't get stressed if you're feeling it. Allow yourself to feel it and see what comes up for you because if you've been evacuating planets for a long time like many of my clients you know we get we have to emerge ourselves into the experience to be able to assist those who are going through it um, almost
0: blindly emotionally blindly wow what a conversation that was i wonder what you're now thinking having heard joe share this channeled information from subconscious and source I know for sure it's challenged me and as I've been reading Mastering Old Earth, like I said during the conversation, I've been through so many different emotions and I'm still processing. So I urge you to read it, to, you know, share it with others if you feel inclined to do so or simply to take a deep dive and delve further into the various recordings of QHHT sessions. Um, You can find them on YouTube. And I will link the various social media platforms as well as the PDF to mastering old earth in the in today's episode resources. Um, let us know what your thoughts are as well and and how you're how you're getting on processing this information because it is mind blowing and life changing so this brings me to the end of today's episode, and as always, wherever you are, I hope you're having. I hope you have the most wonderful weekend and please remember how very special and magnificent you are. For now, much love.